Welcome to She's Called and Confident, a podcast dedicated to helping Christian women cultivate inner confidence and make an impact while pursuing their calling. Are you ready to stop living your life on autopilot and giving your time and energy to things that don't satisfy you? You have a burning desire inside of you, and the longer you try to ignore it, the stronger it gets. You know it's time to take action towards your dreams and calling, but you wonder, is this really from God or is it just me? What if I put myself out there and I fail? Or my gosh, what if it works? I'm your host, Yolanda King, a mom, wife, entrepreneur, and empowerment social worker. I'm obsessed with helping you unlock your potential and live out your calling with confidence. Each week, I will share with you behind the scenes of living out your God-given calling, inspiring stories and strategies that help build the life you love. Are you ready? I know you are. Let's do this. Okay, you guys. So I'm excited to bring on my really good friend, Charnel. So Charnel, welcome to the She's Called and Confident podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk to you today about helping Christian women create an irresistible brand. But before we do that, I want the listeners to know a little bit about you and how you started your business. Um, And essentially, I graduated from college. And when I got home, when I moved back home, I that's when that was actually the beginning of my walk with God and or taking it seriously, at least. And uh, I started working a part time job for about three years. And really, it threw me into an entrepreneurial position because it was a private company. And uh, so much happened within my first month there that it actually forced me to take over their business until things had calmed down. And after about three years, God called me to a full-time job, and I assumed that that's what I would be doing the rest of my life. (laughs) To my dismay, well, not to my dismay, it was actually to my benefit. When I, or when I first started that full-time job as a bookkeeper, within the first month, I remember hearing the Holy Spirit tell me that I wouldn't be there long. And when I left, I would, I would go quick. And it was important for me to create an employee handbook for the person that was going to uh, replace me. Um, Of course, at the time, I couldn't understand why, because I loved this job so much. But no sooner I got that word from the Lord, everything changed. It's almost like Satan released all of his minions on me at my job. And it became a very toxic environment from my bosses to my, uh, my coworkers just making up rumors about me. I remember sitting at my desk and this feeling came over me and I said, you know what, I'm tired of helping to build other people's dreams. Why does it seem like I'm working so hard for everyone else, but yet minds are just sitting there on the bookshelf collecting dust. I believe God took me through those four to five years of working in very extreme environments to get me to a place where I'd be willing to accept the entrepreneurial call. I believe some time, like maybe two weeks and the Holy Spirit dropped in my heart to start a business. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't know really what it is, but I I assumed it was makeup. So I was going to be a makeup artist and I had a camera. So I said, well, I'll do photography too. I'll kind of do a blend of both. So what I would do regularly after my full-time job is I would go to Starbucks every Thursday and I would just start working on what I thought was the vision for the business. And the Holy Spirit said to text my group of girlfriends on GroupMe and ask if any of them would like to come by and hang out. 
Now I knew that was him because I certainly didn't feel like being bothered with anyone. I love them, but I didn't feel like being bothered. One of my friends at the time, she came, she was literally a minute away from me. She was a business owner. So she had been in business for a year and she was just, we're just talking about business, right? So the following day, um, she sends me this flyer on Instagram by this personal branding photographer who was hosting a masterclass in the summer. Now, at this point in my my at my job, you know, I I was making decent money, but it wasn't enough for what I was about to pay for. So this masterclass cost about six hundred dollars, and uh, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it. Now she didn't send me like say, hey, Shark, you know, God put it on my heart to send this to you, and blah blah blah. I, she just sent me the flyer. So by faith, I took the, the webinar and of course there was a sale at the end and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Well, when I started the masterclass, that's when the light bulb went on and it was so clear as day that this is what God wanted me to make my business about. But the blessing of that um, masterclass was that it also included how to build your marketing, how to build your website. And I realized I was doing everything wrong. If I could show people my first website of my makeup artists and photography stuff, it would just make me cringe. But this class set me up for success. And so I launched my business September 13, 2019. And that was actually the day after I quit my job. Well, Unfortunately, I didn't have a business name. I was just going by Charnel's Photography. And I'm thinking, you know, I, I, I don't know what to do. It's just my business for Charnel's Photography. And I'm thinking it's going to be this incredible launch. I'm going to get all these clients. Well, actually, that following Monday, I woke up staring at the ceiling, feeling like a complete loser. My mom and my sister were getting ready for work. And normally I would be getting ready with them and probably off to work before any of them left the house. And I was actually in bed in my pajamas, staring at the ceiling, like, what did I just do? <laughs> um, I've never felt so, uh, so sh ashamed. I felt like, oh, I'm a weight on my family. Now I'm a burden. I don't even know what I'm doing out here. Like nobody in my family is really an entrepreneur. What am I doing? This was a mistake. Um, so I, yeah, I struggled with those doubts for like the first month or two, but finally the Lord had revealed my business name to me through a whole bunch of series of events that I can't really get into, but um, Purple and Peach was birth uh, right around the October in terms of the name, the brand, the story, all of it. And so I had done the photography for a while and my branding clients, uh, my photography branding clients, they were, they were saying, you know, Char, you should probably do a separate service for the branding stuff because I didn't even realize I had a brand until I saw your guide. And I realized like, wait, do I have a brand? So I prayed about it. And, you know, oftentimes I know with with me, at least, I tell God, if Lord, if this isn't you, just let nothing come of it. And, and that's how I keep myself from becoming paralyzed and not wanting to move because I want this clear cut voice from heaven saying, this is what I want you to do. Um, so I just went by faith. I prayed on it and I said, you know what, let's see if this works. So in June of 2020, I launched the branding portion of my business. I knew like this is something I want to do. I want to help as many Christian women in business as I can because I know branding is such an intimidating topic and you just don't know where to start. It's just so much to do with it. But I saw a need that I don't think the branding industry serves Christian businesses well. And so I wanted to create a, a system that prioritizes faith 
and prioritizes our hearts for God over the industry standards. But we still want to keep to industry standards, but we want the faith to be the priority. And that's kind of where everything started. Man, I could, you know, take away so many pointers. I think uh, one of the things I want to kind of highlight is that imagery that you gave us, like the day after, like you quit, you're sitting in your bed, you're looking at, <laughs> you're looking at the ceiling and your, your mom and your sister are getting ready and you felt like a loser. Mm-hmm. Like that's like, I just want the listener, you listening right now, have you ever had a time in your life where you're just kind of like laying around and you're like, what did I do? And you're just kind of like, where's my life heading at and everything. But God knows what he was doing. He had revealed to you. I want you to start a business. And I want to ask you, do you feel like you had a brand or a business first? Because there is a difference. Mm -hmm. You know, I believe I had a business first. So it was very clear to me what the actual product or service uh, was. Um, The brand, I believe the brand was always there, but it took a lot of the emotional roller coaster that I went through to actually arrive there. Because I had always felt like, when, when God finally revealed the brand to me, I was like, oh, this was always here. I just didn't know. I think he needed me to take that first step and start my business before giving me my brand. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. And so with me, I felt like it was the opposite. Wow. Like I felt I had a brand. I knew people knew me. Like yeah. when they thought of me, they you know thought a certain way. And I mm-hmm. knew the power of branding. Yeah. And like getting into that business mode took forever to me until I finally was like, okay, this is what I'm doing. I need to brand. She's called and confident and be very consistent with it mm-hmm. for an entire year. Don't talk about anything. Don't talk about your multi-passionate <laughs> ministry, social work, this, just this so that people understand what you're doing. Wow. And so I, I just think that's really interesting. And so right now we're talking to the women that God has called into entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And I do feel that God is calling a lot more Christians into business world. I want to start off by asking you this, like, let's say we don't have a big budget to start a brand, Mm -hmm. right? What are key things that we can do that the person listening can do to start a brand with a low budget? Yes, that's a great question. And I may be in the minority when it comes to what other brand strategists or mentors will say. But branding to me is 100% about the story, Um, the story of how you got started, what were your obstacles, how you overcome. And then when we're talking about a faith-based brand, we're really talking about our testimony. And and so I would start with the story and your why, why are, why are you doing this? And what is the impact you're trying to have on the people God has called you to? And the reason why I say the brand story is the most important is because logos, colors, names, all these things, it's going to fluctuate, especially in the first three years of business. You're going to like this color, not like the color. You're going to like this logo, not like the logo. And you have a little bit of leg room in that, those first three years. But when it comes to your story, it anchors you no matter where you are in your business, like what phase you're in. And so, and it doesn't even matter what service you have or product because the story is always going to be the same. And, and so I would start with the story and, and asking and being before God and asking him, what are some, some puzzles in my past 
that work together right now for the benefit of someone else and figure out what that is. And, and this is a story you want to tell to, to people as many times as you can, because ultimately that's what people are looking for, someone they can relate to, someone that they trust. Uh, branding is, is pure communication. And I believe that all the other assets of brands like colors and logos and mission statement, all of that stuff will come as you evolve in your story. So I would just start with my story and go from there. You know, I could totally agree, 100% agree. And this is why I kind of mentioned, I feel like I had a brand first. I didn't have a logo. I didn't have colors. I didn't have a website, but people knew me for something. Therefore, it's a brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The way you treat people and everything. Yeah. Um, the story is the fastest way for somebody to know you, remember you, mm-hmm. and just have that connection. So exactly. I love that. Yeah. So I, I could definitely tell you're very passionate, but do you feel that as Christian entrepreneurs, it, you need a brand? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so there's actually, I've heard from some people that, you know, it's some brands, some Christian uh, businesses do well without brands because, you know, God's with them and all these things. And I mean, I I understand that, but I believe if you want people to take you seriously, you should have a brand. And, and the reason I say that is because I, I totally agree that God doesn't need us to do anything to bless us because everything we receive from him is from grace, uh, by grace. So, but I, I, I would strongly question a believer's heart to suggest that I can just do whatever. It doesn't matter uh, if it looks good, if it's good quality, if it's cheap or if it's not, because God's going to bless it anyway. And I, I, I just don't agree that we should treat God like, you know, a secondhand business partner or a buddy who runs on our errands and takes care of things. I believe he's done so much for us. The best we can do is give it our best shot, like give it a hundred percent. And so not only that, but if you are in a, in an industry or in a market to impact people beyond, you know, the faith beyond the church, then you need to have something, a structure, a story, um, a a system that will draw and attract people from the outside because you can say, well, yeah, God's going to bless my brand, but what if the people on the outside sees, you know, someone who doesn't take their brand seriously, they're just showing up and posting whenever have no system, no rhyme or reason. They just, you know, pray that God bless their mess. And, um, and so I, I think it's, it, it speaks more to someone who says, oh, I don't need a brand uh, as a Christian business owner. It, I, I would speak, it would speak to their heart and in terms of what are they really, what do they really want? Is it just about money? Is it just about profit? Or is it really going out there stewarding uh, our gifts and multiplying our talents? And I believe branding is part of that stewardship and that uh, multiplication of the talent God has already given us. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love how you brought it home to God. Yes. So for that passion hobbyist, that dabbler, uh, the social media leader, influencer, um, inspiration, Mista, <laughs> you laid it down how it's important to create a brand. What would you say is the first step someone can take to create an irresistible brand? The first step I believe you can take to create an irresistible brand, and I will say this, that there's no uh, good way or bad way, but there is a very efficient way of building a brand, and that's what we want to do because we'll save ourselves a lot of uh, stress and struggle. 
But I would say the first step of creating an irresistible brand as a Christian business owner is seeking God about your brand. And I personally feel that God gave me a greater revelation of himself when he gave me my brand and my business name. I didn't even know God. I mean, I knew he could do things like that. But for me, I I never saw that. But you have to think this is the creator that knitted you together in your mother's womb. And he knows every single thing about you more than you know about yourself. So I would start with my creator, my irresistible creator, because he's constantly tugging and pulling on us to uh, follow after him. And I believe that when you sit still and allow God to pour into you the vision that he has for your brand, he will reveal it to you. And, and so start with God. That's, that's the best place to start. And then when we're talking about practicality, because yes, you have to go before God, but now you have to start moving um, because that's sort of what happened to me. I've been praying about my business name, my brand and everything, but I started going to business conferences and just moving around. You know, I didn't know really what I was doing, but I started making those steps of uh, connecting with other women of God, connecting with other business owners, following some people that are where I want to be. So if you have like a influencer or a business coach or you know, some mogul of some sort that inspires you, I would follow their their journey and follow where they came from and ask questions. Asking questions is, is a great place to start too. Um, because I believe irresistibility is a is more of a spiritual slash emotional thing than it is the the practical. And in order to have that, you you have to start from within and start with God. Start from from there first. And I know this could get even get vulnerable. Because starting within, it's hard sometimes. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're exposing <laughs> yourself. Yeah. Um, but I am absolutely loving how you said start with your creator. It's like partnering with God to create that irresistible experience yes. for the people that you are meant to serve. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask a couple more questions before we end. What is the most common error you've seen in Christian women make when it comes to their branding? Yes. So rushing. Uh, I think that the hustle and bustle of running a business and keeping up with a market can sort of bully bully you into trying to finish everything overnight. And I don't believe a brand is built overnight. Maybe you might get an idea or a little bit of inspiration, but rushing the process of branding, because branding is laborious. It, like you mentioned earlier, it's it's all about digging deep from within and, and exposing your vulnerabilities and, and, you know, also being open to God, uh, sort of digging out things in you that you didn't know about yourself. So it's not what I see is that they'll rush into it because they just want to start making money or they just, they need a way out. They need to leave their jobs. They need to provide for their children. They need to, you know, provide for their home or, or their hobbies, whatever it may be. But, you know, rushing this, this part of the process would be equivalent to asking God for your purpose and plan and his will for your life when you're not even ready to, to handle it. So, that's the number one mistake I see is, is the rushing because they feel like they have to keep up with everything and we're on man's timeline and you know God's not subject to time so 
we have to relax and rest and let him unfold those things in his time. But rushing it is not going to actually help because you could wake up months or years from now and look at your brand and think, this is not even me. <laughs> you know, this looks like something else. I don't like it. I want to rebrand. I want to start over. And that's happened to a lot of us. We, we start over or we start from scratch or we take this out and take that part out. And at the, at, at the end of the day, we've kind of lost our identity. And uh, that's not a position we want to be in. So don't rush it. That is so true. Because back when I first started my business, it it's embarrassing now to say, but it's important for me to say what what happen. I'm just going to call mm-hmm. it the way it is. Yeah. I started abundant living based off the scripture in John that mm-hmm. Jesus came so that we could live life full and live it more abundantly. Mm-hmm. But who was I targeting? Who was I speaking? I was almost mm-hmm. speaking like the law of attraction woman. And I know deep down, I yeah. wasn't like, that's not me. Mm-hmm. But here I was adopting God's, I mean, the word, the here I was adopting like principles of the world because mm-hmm. I was trying to rush. Yep. I was trying to make myself brand a certain way when it's like, really, who are you really kidding? You're a child of God. Mm-hmm. And it's time for, for Christian people to have excellent brands because yes. we represent an excellent God. Amen. To have quality products, mm-hmm. to have to be able to create wealth mm-hmm. and not just to kind of spend it, spend it mindlessly, yeah. but to further the kingdom of God. Yep. Yep. I love what you said too about, you know, about the excellence, because that is something that, you know, when I came online, I started my business and I started, you know, developing more of my branding part of my business. I looked around, I'm like, you know what, we are excellent. Like the body of Christ is birthed from a victorious King. And why should we, you know, he came in a manger, he came in a lowly state already. And when he comes back, he's coming back as the King of glory. So why should we not, not, uh, and why should we not bring ourselves to a state of excellence when it comes to everything we do for God, because that's the Christian life. You know, it's like, I want to be a godly, excellent wife. I want to be a godly, excellent sister, a godly, excellent daughter or coworker or employee, you know, so we should always be striving for the absolute best and excellence. And I love that you said that. And I wanted to highlight that and bring that home because that's important. Okay, so we're wrapping up here, but you have something coming up super exciting within the next week. Yes. So what has been in the works for the last six months is what I call the Gin Assist Brand Clinic. And I sort of formulated this this program. It's kind of like a mini course or a workshop, kind of a hybrid of both. But after I had finished doing this five-month brand development with my last client, I realized that I can't really serve that many people at one time for five months. So I have to figure out another way to make my services more accessible to others. And if they wanted to, you know, work with me one-on-one, they could. But the Genesis Brand Clinic is created and developed to help Christian entrepreneurs build heartfelt, genuine, marketable brands step-by-step. And what it does is that separate from, you know, I would say other courses or programs out there is that it's it's meant and designed to help you figure out where you are in the branding process. So I believe that there is so many places that an entrepreneur could start when they're building their brand, but we don't often know. 
So the Genesis brand clinic is based off of this, the book, the first book of the Bible of creation, Genesis, um, because I should at least let the listeners know that it's actually Gen Assist, A-S-S-I-S-T. So in a way, we're helping or I'm helping you figure out where I am in the branding process. And what I want to focus on more importantly, is the brand story. And what we do is model after the seven days of creation in the first chapter of Genesis or the first two chapters. And then we start building and modeling after our creator. And so at the end of this clinic, my hope is that there are brands. So a brands that truly glorify God, that brands that are confident, brands that look like you, feel like you, and also brands that will attract and draw the people who are looking for your product or service. This is so exciting. And I know like it's going to be accessible for people to meet them where they're at. Yes. To find the gaps in Mm. their brand and even for entrepreneurs um, or if you don't call yourself an entrepreneur, but you are online, you know what I mean? Leading people, influencing people um, and you're trying to start a business and you've been at this for quite some time and you said, okay, now it's time to, to look at my branding and up the game there. I would highly Mm -hmm. suggest to check out the brand clinic Um, and also let us know where the listeners could find you. Where do you like to hang out? Yes, I love to hang out on Instagram. So if you follow me um, at purple and peach, there's a dot in between the and so it's purple dot and dot peach. That's where I'm the most active. And my website purpleandpeach.com, and that will lead you to all of my services and digital products, as well as my photography and, and you'll be able to explore a little bit more about purple and peach. But uh, it's also I also wanted to let the listeners know too you that, you know, this brand clinic is for, you know, someone who's been branding and in business for a while. And someone who, like you said, Yolanda, it's who's someone who's thinking about it. Um, again, it just meets everyone where they're at. And it really helps you to figure out, okay, am I branding the best for God? Am I branding faithfully? Am I branding in a way that is communicating to people that I don't want to just sell you something. I want to impact your life forever. And, and so that is pretty much the, the goal of it all. So yes, come hang out. Ask me a question. I'm an open book. If you ever need help about your brands, um, I have a brand diagnostic clarity call that you can sign up for. It's free, uh, about 20 minutes. And we can just sort of discuss, you know, where you are, what are your struggles and where are you trying to be? Oh my gosh, this gets me so excited. <laughs> I know, I'm excited too. <laughs> As you can tell, like, I love branding. It's one of those things that that's like the fun part of business right there. I agree. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Charnel. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And I pray that God continues to expand your podcast, your business, because you are doing amazing things. And I'm glad to be a part of it. Oh, thank you, sister. Thank you.